then you think about what you want to inspire in the world. What is that character trait that maybe you don't have enough of in yourself, okay. but you want to have more of it, or you've seen it in somebody and you say, yeah, I want that to be more of me. And for me, it's generosity. I want to inspire generosity. Welcome to the Living In Podcast, a show that helps successful real estate teams accelerate their growth and impact. Livian, love how you live in all aspects of life. All right, so we're with Vanessa Pollock, and for those um, that don't know you, yeah. who are you? Who am I? I am a leader, a follower, a wife, okay. a mother, <laughs> and um, someone who's really committed to hopefully making an impact small, medium, and large. I have a mega team in northern New Jersey, um, so our real estate team serves really all the suburbs that are commutable into New York City. Of all of those titles, which one gives you the most energy? Um, well, I didn't tell you my most energetic title within yeah. there because I've only relabeled myself. Labels aren't actually that important, but they do yeah. kind of change your energy a little bit. So last year, I decided no longer to be CEO of my organization, okay. but to be the founder and creative director. Okay. Because what brings me energy is being creative and allowing myself to bring that creativity into not only aesthetic and design, but also strategy, negotiation, and everything we do as a team. How does creativity show up on either a daily basis or a regular basis in your business? In my business, we design and stage every single one of our listings, okay. and I own a staging company. Um, we are really passionate about adding value to our seller's experience by transforming their house into a magazine quality product that people are willing to pay top dollar for. So it gives me a real good excuse to be on Pinterest a lot. Um, and <laughs> okay. I, I mean, guilty, but yeah. it's reaping huge rewards for our sellers. Awesome. But then that translates into um, our property brochures are magazines that I design for the properties. Okay. Our pre-list magazines are magazines that I design. Uh, we have a home buyer guide that's 45 pages. So I love designing that piece of it. And then I put out a magazine for my community that shares our message of Care, Serve, Give and our real estate success and what we're doing with generosity and put that out to our community twice a year. So I get to be creative and publish a magazine. Yeah, <laughs> and you have a creative husband as well, right? So create the, yes. the Pollock family is creative top yes. to bottom? 100%. So if you back up a little bit, I have a BFA in dance. Okay. I was actually a professional dancer before real estate okay. and danced with Ballet Dallas and a company down in Austin and a company up in Seattle. I married my college sweetheart who oh, was awesome. an acting major yeah. and we moved to New York City for him to like maybe be on Broadway and lo and behold he went on to star on Broadway and be in half a dozen Broadway shows and TV and film and we've really made a life in the New York City Broadway community. So yeah, he's. He's as creative as you get yeah. as well. <laughs> I bet that you'll be the only one with a dance degree that we talked to this weekend at Family Reunion, I would imagine. Unless Adam was in dance. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Adam might, we need to see Adam's dance moves, maybe. Right? So. Um, it's fascinating, though, that creatives that come from a performing arts background are some of the hardest working people on the face of the planet. Yeah. And me standing at the ballet bar six days a week for 15 years certainly has shown up and how I approach my commitment to my team and my community and how just how I show up every day. 
So when we were talking this morning, you said that your business is creativity and culture, right? Yeah. So what is, culture is this word that can be so ambiguous or so misunderstood. What does culture mean to you? So there's a couple of different ways that I love to talk about culture and it depends on who I'm talking to. Right, there are people who are within our Keller Williams world, and they know all the Kellerisms. Yeah, they know all. They know that whole language, yep. and so I can say, well, culture is the four pillars of the six personal pr- perspectives, the Y four C two Ts, the MVVBP, and culture in action, and that's our culture. And inside of Keller Williams, people are like, yeah, no, I got it. If you said that to somebody yeah, outside exactly. of Keller Williams, yeah. they're like, what yeah. language was in that? Terms here. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I often then realize that there are so many people within our KW family who are so new to the company, they don't even actually know what those words mean. So I think a way that I like to talk about it that is applicable to any realtor at any point in their journey, at any company really, um, is that culture comes when you determine the higher purpose of your life and business. You put it into action in your life and business. That brings about profitability, which then allows you to be generous. So I boil it down to the formula, purpose plus action equals profit, which yields giving. And I think that if you look at that and you go back to the purpose piece of it, if I know I'm, I'm tapping into how I'm called to make the world a better place or where I need to put my gifts and talents at play in the world, um, then I'm going to be able to be the best version of myself, both at home and in business, and treat people um, the way I want to be treated, yeah. right? And that's, that's also just a piece of the culture is, how am I going to treat myself? How am I going to treat you? How are we going to treat our clients and our community? And by predetermining that, um, we kind of lay groundwork for what it's going to be. What is that purpose for you? So, I I think of purpose in as like there's a fulcrum between three different things that one needs to ask themselves. Okay. The first is, what's your superpower? Okay. And by superpower, I mean like you're awesome at it and and you were born that way like what are you just gifted at and talented at and you can't help it right and so I think about that in within myself and I do know that I'm a born leader and I do know that I'm really hard worker and I and I think that at times I have the gift of inspiration within my Mm -hmm. team and and leading them right so what's your superpower And then you think about what you want to inspire in the world. What is that character trait that maybe you don't have enough of in yourself, but you want to have more of it, or you've seen it in somebody and you say, yeah, I want that to be more of me. And for me, it's generosity. I want to inspire generosity, which again, generosity isn't necessarily money. It's time and wisdom and hospitality, your home. There's so many layers of generosity. So I want to inspire that. And then the third piece of this is what breaks your heart? I hope you're not What's, asking me that question. No, okay. I'm right. not. I, but I do want you to think about it. Okay. Because <laughs> maybe by the end of our yeah, time, you'll tell me. And and what's that thing that's happening in the world that yeah. you really know you're called to make a difference? And it's going to yeah. change over time, right? But for me, I'm going to use my gift of leadership, which is my superpower, to inspire generosity. And then for many, many years now, it has been to make a difference in my local school district because there are is 
inequity and a lack of access for many students in our school district to music education. Back to creativity. What broke my family's heart as creatives and musicians was that there were children in our school district who didn't have access to band and orchestra instruments. So we decided long ago we're going to fundraise for our school district to be sure that every single child in our school district has a band or orchestra instrument. So I take that um, and for me that's the purpose. But when COVID hit I said I'm going to use my gift of leadership to inspire generosity to go make face shields for our healthcare heroes. So we pivoted and we partnered with some organizations in our town and for about the eight weeks when none of us were really selling houses, we weren't sure what we were going to do. Our team focused on systems, logistics and distribution of face shields and over the course of a four or five month period time, we helped distribute over 60,000 face shields to healthcare heroes in our region. Right. So what breaks your heart in that moment and how are you then using that? it's you know fascinating when then you take that purpose and you marry it to action we tied that and integrated that into our business and woke up and had sold a hundred million dollars in real estate that year so you had better results um, probably than the year before despite the limitations that were placed on you right from uh, placed on all of us of course Um, and so have you all has that always been your ethos and your understanding that that you give first and then receiving becomes kind of the, um, the byproduct of that? Uh, or is that something you've learned and acquired by being part of Keller Williams? Um, when I got into real estate, I was not with Keller Williams. Okay. I was with the Red, White, and Blue Balloon Company okay. as a single agent for almost seven years. Yeah. And I knew that I wanted to serve people in a way that they felt like they were treated with honor and dignity and and given the level of service that every human deserves to be given yeah. right and i knew i wanted to be a light in what i saw to be a dark industry and i still do i see yeah. the darkness in corners everywhere yeah um i think we all do and i think most of us in keller williams are trying to be the light and i wanted to be that light so when i got to keller williams i realized that there were models i could follow um, to really expand on this desire to be a light in the in a dark world and was fortunate enough to be introduced to mo anderson um, how did that happen so fun fact my actor husband was teaching a master class at ou with his best friend Tom, who was the director of the theater park department at OU years ago, and um, they've been best friends for 30 years. And when I joined Keller Williams, Tom said, oh, do you know Mo Anderson? And he was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, of course yeah. I don't know Mo Anderson. <laughs> yeah, like, course. she's a legend. Yeah. And he was like, oh, she is a good friend of mine. I wow. said, how? How is she a good friend of yours? You're the head of the theater department yeah. in Oklahoma, and I know she lives in Oklahoma, but connect the dots yeah. for me. He said, oh, her sister was a playwright, and after wow. her sister passed, she wanted to honor her sister, and she has a playwright foundation giving that she does okay. within my theater department every yeah. year. She's highly, highly generous yeah. in her sister's name. And he said, I'm going to introduce you to Mo. So I went to take Quantum Leap with Mo, okay. and Tom said, hey, Mo, have dinner with my friend Vanessa. Yeah. And so I was able to meet her for the first time, having dinner during Quantum Leap. And then when my husband was in Oklahoma yeah. teaching a master class there, 
um, I asked her if I could meet her again, and she said, oh, darling, you just come to the house. And <laughs> okay. I got to go to Mo's house and spend the day with okay. her, and that was a big turning point what, that day. What was that dinner like? So the dinner was really scary. Okay. And the dinner was scary because I had been with the company for almost a year, and I was starting to wake up to the idea of the wife, mother, and business owner that I wanted to be, but I knew okay. I wasn't yet. And I was scared of the dinner because I knew I wasn't gonna be able to drink alcohol at the dinner. Okay. And I had a significant drinking problem, okay. and I was nervous to go take that class and to yeah. go a whole weekend without drinking. Okay. And I realized taking Quantum Leap with her and woke up to the fact during that class and during that interaction that I had a problem with alcohol that I needed to handle and I realized that until I took care of that in me I would never be able to lead anyone else. Were you also nervous because alcohol couldn't be your crutch in yeah, that meeting as well? Absolutely. Okay. How long did it take until that realization and sobriety? Um, I took that class in I want to say April or May of 2012 and July 23rd of 2012 was the last drop wow. of alcohol I've had. So this July wow. will be my 10th anniversary of sobriety. That's awesome. That's awesome. So quickly you made that connection and made, made such a change. What advice would you give to someone who's uh, having that same realization or fighting that same battle that you fought? You know, I, I, I thought I deserved to drink. Okay. I thought I take care of everyone else around me. Yeah. This is what I get to do for me. And I thought that it was helping and that it was its own form of self-care. And I didn't realize until I'd put it down that it was actually my self-sabotage, mm -hmm. right? And so change the way you look at things and yeah, the yeah. things you look at change. And when I realized that it wasn't the thing that I got to do for me, it was actually the thing that I was doing to destroy yeah, me. Or doing to others, yeah. Exactly. So I would I would tell anybody who's struggling with that, A, you're not alone. Yeah. We've all got our thing, whether it's drugs or alcohol or food or shopping or gambling or scrolling or whatever, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. We've all got a thing. I'm not unique. No, we've all got it. Absolutely. But the awareness around it and then being willing just to take a step in a healthier direction, just start the journey. Yeah, I love that. Um, so you went you went on that dinner, but, but more importantly, you went on a probably a massive growth journey then yeah. as a byproduct of yeah. everything that happened from that, that yeah. experience. A lot's probably happened in 10 years. Yeah. What, are, what, are, what are some of the ways though in which you've really revolutionized yourself and your yeah. business in those 10 years? Um, shortly after that, the day that I spent with Mo, she gave me a roadmap and I followed the roadmap, right? Why? So, what made you? Most people, when you give them advice, they don't. What was different? <laughs> well, when I came to Keller Williams, I thought I was the most creative realtor that God had ever <laughs> okay. made. And I quickly was like, oh, girl, get over yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah. follow the model, right? Yeah. So, I'd been beaten into submission into okay. the model already. Okay. And I was at a really open, willing place to receive the roadmap and follow it and truly honor her. Um, pioneering yeah. spirit and wisdom and why would I ever question it and so when she said darling I say that all the <laughs> yeah, time yeah, because course. you know she does her, yeah. um, she's like I want you to get your team to 40 million because I think I was at about 15 million or so at that time yeah. get your team to 40 million serve on your ALC 
lead the culture committee, and read all the John Maxwell books you can get your hands on. Okay. Do those things and give me a call when you're done. Okay. So flash forward a couple of years later, where I did, I was like, well, there's the four things I have yeah. to do. Hopefully, um, you did, did you read all 83 John Maxwell books? Not just, all 83, okay, okay, but okay. almost the entire box yeah. that she shipped to my house afterwards. Wow. It was pretty profound. Did, they like total arrived. Total curiosity, yeah. inside nugget on Mo. Does she ship the box, you think, or does she have someone who ships that box? I think she has leverage. Okay, okay. I'm I pretty I sure she's got leverage. I've always wondered how, <laughs> I'm not world classic those touches and yeah. so what I wondered is, is like is that who that someone is is that who she is yeah okay no she she wants that gift to happen she when she took me through her house she yeah. has a gift wrapping room okay and it was kind of when she lit up the most walking through okay. the gift wrap room and I think that's an indicator of who she yeah. is she loves to give the gift so yeah. whether she put that box of books in the mail or not yeah. Probably somebody else drove it to the post office, but her heart to give it, that's all her. You have a different energy or you light up when you talk about her. Yeah. What is that? Um, I'm a leader who needs a leader. Okay. And I think a lot of people probably feel the same because real estate yeah. can be such a lonely business, right? Yeah, Being a solo agent for seven years, I was so lonely. And sometimes I think there were a lot of reasons why I started a team, but one was for community, right? Because yeah. it can be so lonely. But I finally found someone in Mo who I felt could be a business and spiritual mentor to me. Um, and I just, I think I light up because I just can't even believe I get to be in her world. <laughs> That's cool. Like, I yeah. just feel so stinking lucky or blessed or whatever you want to call yeah. it that I'm in the position to know her and to learn from her. So I love that you said that you were lonely. It's my experience that we don't talk about that enough oh. in our industry. Building a business is hard, right? Like, you know, real estate agents is challenging enough. Yes. Being a real estate agent who's also trying to build a business is incredibly challenging. Yeah. And, and loneliness is a side effect of right. doing both of those things. And I feel like it's almost a duty that that uh, those who built big businesses like yourself, like myself, we almost need to bring awareness to that. You Absolutely. Okay. Oh, 100%. I mean, we are leaders to our clients and we are leaders to our team and we are leaders to our children and our family and our community. And then sometimes we don't wanna go say all the things all over again. Yeah. So then we leave people out and we then we feel lonely and but it's also because we're tired and we don't want to talk about it anymore, yeah. but we need to talk about it some more. So it's, um, I think I drank a lot because uh, it was filling the shouldas for me, mm -hmm. which is I should have still been a dancer yeah. and I should, you know, we've all got the shouldas. But it also like filled that end of the day loneliness where I felt like I was all alone building this business and was I making the right decisions? And I love coaching and I and I can't do what I do without a coach. And yet that's half an hour a week. Yeah, like it's, yeah. what about the, it's still yeah. lonely, exactly. all those other yeah. hours. So yeah. it is something that why conventions and community and being a part of a network, being a part of, um, you know, uh, masterminds, things like that is really important. Have you found anything in your experience that has um, improved that or made that yeah. Feeling of loneliness more diminished? For sure. So our, 
As I was growing the business to 40 million and now over 100 million, I realized that the path Mo had put me on wasn't to hit 40 million. It was for me to discover yeah. what I stood for and, and why I was in business and who I would become along yeah. the way. And in that process, I discovered the Care, Serve, Give model, which is our motto. I'm not wearing it today. I stayed neutral because <laughs> I didn't want to diminish <laughs> any good. other. No, That's right. Perfect. It's right no. there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it is our motto, but it's also our model. Yeah. And and what I mean by that is, if you live out the care, serve, give model with your team, it connects you. It gives you a sense of vision yeah. and a common purpose that you're all going towards in terms of the impact that you want to yeah. make. And that sense of connection to your team definitely diminishes the loneliness. Do you have that sense of connection with your team? Do you see them as family? And I hate to say that, that word can be yeah. hard to like understand the line between. Is that how Yeah, I, I do see them as yeah. family and yet I don't ever want them to feel like they can't approach me as a business partner. So you do have to, yeah. there is a line, right? And I save certain conversations for my husband. And, yeah, I, and the, you, I just don't go too deep, yeah. but I can actually still go really deep with them on a lot of things. Yeah. I don't want to burden them, but I do want to be transparent with them. And there's a difference between those two. Um, How much but, of that's changed from 40 to 100 million? That, that like little uh, dynamic, have you found that you go deeper with them now? Yeah. Okay. And I don't take things personally now like okay. I used to. So at, at the 30 to 40 million, I had somebody who was like, I want to leave and go do my own thing. And I took it so personally and I was so mad and yeah. so much resentment and all the angst, right? Whereas now if someone wants to leave, I'm so excited for them. Yeah. Right. If if they've learned something and they've been equipped by me or the team and they want to go launch I something, stop that for one second because the your I your facial response, your reaction when you say you're excited, I genuinely believe you're excited. There are probably people that will listen to this and go, "How could you be excited that someone is leaving you? What 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 do you, what's the story, the mindset, the belief that makes you excited for them?" Well. Because I think if they go out and take our care, serve, give model yeah. into more communities or into more spheres of influence and, and our model is able to impact the community on a deeper level, that's yeah. a win for the vision. It's not about Pollock Properties Group. Yeah. It's about the bigger mission and vision of inspiring generos generosity and leaving a positive impact in our community. Yeah. And if somebody else goes out and lives that out through yeah. their business separate from mine it's the ink blot whether it's an official ink blot expansion yeah. it is the expansion of being Absolutely. a light in the industry yeah. either way now if somebody leaves for a wrong issue yeah of course yeah like if there's a breach of standards or ethics like then that's a very different story <laughs> yeah so yeah. I'll leave that at yeah that. of course <laughs> yeah Adam always says well we we're gonna serve everyone while they're yeah. here and we're going to serve them when they leave as well. That's because right. we're, we're grateful that they're here in our life for the time period that they're here. Yeah, and I think when I was, sorry to interrupt you, but no. or back at that 40 million, it was like, well, what does the team get out of, yeah. or what do they get? At? Now it's like, 
I want it to be a mutually beneficial experience every day that we're together yeah. and whatever day they part ways with us, we both can look at it and say, that was awesome. So that subtle tweak and nuance, have you noticed the your retention improve and your culture improve, the, the yeah. company morale go up? So I have an agent that's been with me 11 years. Yeah. I have my top two listing agents have been with me six years. My next top agent has been with me four years. It, care, serve, give is sticky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we filter our decisions through it, mm -hmm. um, we all stay on the same page and we stay united. And yeah, retention's through the roof because of it. Absolutely. There's a different bond than is just transactional, I imagine. Oh, yeah. That, that's, how, that's how my... Uh, I think that's been one of the... That's probably one of the biggest hacks if there is such a thing yeah. um, of of making that transition from that 40 to 100 is realizing that the part of you that shows up to, be, to run a business has to change right is you have to show up and serve we grow to the ex our business grows to the extent that we do yeah. right and I that was an early discovery coming to KW that and Adam talks about it a lot he talked about yeah. it this morning in the session yeah. um, we have to start on Project you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, true. Absolutely. When you think about um, the idea of legacy, or you know, we talked a little bit about yeah. Mo as we kind of wrap up. And you think about how do you want people to reflect or think about or talk about you? Do you want that impact for yourself to be? Um. So I would love to see the care, serve, give model implemented into every single Keller Williams agent in the entire company. How do we do that? Well, so you start with purpose. You know the 135, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, here's my 135. Your one is your purpose. Your three is care, serve, yeah. and give. The five for care is self, self-care. Yeah, I love right? that. Family, how do you care for your family? Team, how are you caring for your team? Clients, how do you show them care? And then community. Now, take those five strategies to serve. Where do you serve? How does your family serve? How do you serve your team as a servant leader? Yeah. How do you serve your clients? That's the actual real estate part. Yeah. Um, and how are you out serving in the community? And then generosity in those five levels. Where um, are you giving personally? And by golly, it better be KW Cares. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's your family tithing? How are your client, how are you giving back on behalf of your team? And so for us, it's all about community focused marketing and giving back in that way. How are you then giving back for your clients? And so we initiated closing for a cause. So I don't give you a bottle of wine at closing. Would Good. be a little yeah. off brand for yeah, me anyway. True. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead, I make a small donation to the charity of your choice oh, awesome. so that you know that I value who you are yeah. and what's you're what's passionate you? about. Yeah. And then how do we give back in the community, which I've then tied back to my purpose. And we started the Vanessa Pollock Music Initiative seven years ago, which is how we fundraise for music instruments. So my hope is that I'm gonna wake up in 10 or 20 years and that we will see our entire KW family with that integrated into their business, where everyone's giving to KW Cares on every transaction, where everyone's giving back to their clients' charity of choice at every transaction, where everyone is honoring how they're gifted and wired by their creator to thrive in the world, and leaning into where they're called to make a difference through their real estate business. I love yeah. all of that. I could talk to you for probably several more half hours. Uh, Let's do because, it. <laughs> because I, I just, 
the the topic of culture is something that is so it, it is so profound and and the nuance of yeah. how we build a business and really why is, right. is something that maybe we just don't talk about enough as an industry and I so agree. I'll interrupt for one yeah. second, though, and say when you really think about that one, three, five, the very first domino down is self-care, and the very last aspect of it is the giving that shows up as your legacy. You've got to go through all the strategies on care, serve, and give before you actually get to really go out and give, right? And so it's not just like. Red Day, which I love yeah. Red Day, but yeah. Red Day is the response to all the other things that we have done and how we've shown up and taken care of each other and been learning based and been the best version of ourselves, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. yeah, I don't think we talk about culture enough and we only talk about it in terms of like Red Day and KW Cares, but those are the result of all the rest of it. Yeah, it's, it's the, like you said, it's the action and then the profit and, and the then the giving. Yeah. Yeah. We often think of it as the the inverse version of that, That's right? right? So, like um, Adam said this morning, it's not pizza Friday night and ping pong. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa, thanks so much. I appreciate uh, all of your wisdom and, and can't wait to have more conversations. Yeah, thank thanks. you.